All right, so uh, Gerbs, we can go ahead and get started. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out your day to this interview. First, I want to start off by asking you, how's life going for you right now? So, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm actually traveling in Canada. My, my salsa sucks. Uh, could, could you say that again? I'm so sorry. Oh, I just said, how's life going for you right now? Like, how's life right now? Oh, it's, life is great. Life is great. Like, um, our company just got the mandate to uh, uh, we're finalizing um, delivery for the Soccer World Cup uh, and that. Oh, wow. uh, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to work with them because, like, growing up, I was so poor, I could never go to the Soccer World Cup. Mm-hmm. And then now, now being paid to go and be a part of it is huge and it's a part of our company. And I think it's big for Web3 as well at the same time. So, Life is good, although we're working around the clock. But you know, it's it's uh it's an it's an achievement I can I can toast to. So it's it's, it's all blessed. Thank you. Yeah. So I just want to get into the uh, Dave East Total Access Program. So you guys announced uh, the Dave East Total Access Program. Uh, could I get? Could we get a little more details on uh, how did you guys get into actually presenting this to Dave East and um, what was some of the reactions that he got from you guys uh, presenting this. Sure, I, I mean I've been in I've been in hip hop like a long, long time. So um, mm-hmm. I'm always around like you know the, the Davies of this world. Thankfully for me, and mm-hmm. um, I've kind yeah. of you know I've I've seen the progression of, of Dave as well over a number of numerous amount of years, and his, his managers are really, really good friends of mine and another one of my colleagues, and. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what we did was we, we kind of sat back for the last two, three years looking at NFTs and the music space and Web3 and seeing what everybody's doing and using that as mm-hmm. almost like R&D for us. And then knowing the music game, how we know it from being inside it for so long, we kind of started understanding what the uh, the path of logic is for yeah. NFTs and music and everything at the same time. But then, you know, when we when we sat down with Dave and, like, the first thing I told him, I was like, look, today you live in a consumption model, right? You create and create, yeah. your fans consume, consume, but then when you start creating, they, you know, that's, that's the end of that relationship. And then the other thing mm-hmm. that he said, like, when he walked into our boardroom was, like, he's like, gee, I really want to know, like, part of my French is his word, not mine, which, you know, I have 3.5 million or something followers on IG. I want to know which one of them fuck with me as Davies, and which one of them just there as passengers and, 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 and not my yeah. fan. So I said, okay, cool. I said, yeah. well, that, that's a good starting point, right? And then the other thing I told him was, you don't actually own any of these followers. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if Instagram changed the algorithm, <laughs> deletes your account, any of that stuff, there's nothing you could do about it. I was like, Instagram four weeks ago made a really big decision to be a video app only and, you know, be a video first yeah. app. And I said, they didn't call you guys up with millions of followers and say, hey, are you cool with this? They don't care. Like, you know, they're, yeah. they're a business. They do what, what's good for their business. So it's like well, the nice. idea of Web3 is to, you know, own your your relationship with your fans and then kind of create a community model, not a consumption model. Because when you have a community, the community helps the project, right? They build with the project. So we took that as a philosophy to create this Davies Total Access project where his fans actually become a part of his creative process and then him giving back is actually you know he what we've done with him and and a couple of other industry stores is created a curriculum so which covers Mm -hmm. creative and business so for me like 
you know, Spotify and all these guys, like Web2, democratized entry into music from a talent perspective. But from the business perspective, if you look at it, there isn't many people of color that are executives. There isn't many people from disenfranchised neighborhoods to get to get to the pinnacle of music, right? And it's because it's a very experience-based business, and experience takes time. So what we wanted to do was create a way to democratize the business aspect of music. So now, you know, and growing up, it's funny because whenever we were around artists, people used to call us homeboy management and stuff like that, right? Which was like a derogatory <laughs> term people used to use at labels to say that we don't know what we're doing, yeah. which is cool, fair enough. But now we can take homeboy management and turn it into corporate management by teaching them and showing them how it's done, right? And then they walk away with a real accreditation, they're real actual executive producers of this record. So when they go and then they start managing their friends or they go for a job, they've actually really done this. And I know people that work at Warner and Universal that have never been an executive producer on a record, right? It's not something everybody gets to do. So Dave's really democratizing that for his fans. And then he's connecting with them at the same time. So you guys are allowing 5,000 members. Uh, did we get our break up or, or I don't know. If yeah, no, I, I, I can hear you. Okay, cool. So I, was just, I was just saying, uh, so the program allows 5,000 members uh, to collaborate with Dave and also be credited as executive producers for his upcoming EP. I think that's the coolest part about it. Um, whose idea was it to kind of do that? So I, I kind of um, – it's our team, right, at Drop. So what we really do for, like, okay. some of the biggest companies in, in, in the world is we create solutions around how to mm -hmm. optimize their current business for Web3, right? So, you know, our belief is building communities. Like every brand, every person, uh, you know, every company needs a community. doesn't matter if they do B2B, B2C. So we, we kind of go in, and that's what we do. So when we looked at the music industry, we kind of looked at all the, the stuff that's been done and, and stuff that's worked and stuff that's failed. And then we kind of looked at the actual music industry today. And we're like, how can we find the kind of link between the two that kind of gives enough value to people that are buying these NFTs but also helps the artists? Like, how can we create a painkiller, right? I always use that when it comes down to technology. There's a lot of, like, yeah. if you have a headache, you're not going to take a vitamin, right? You're going to take a painkiller. But the problem with a lot of these Web3 solutions and even these NFT projects, they're vitamins, right? They're nice to have, but they're not, pain, they're mm -hmm. not a painkiller for the artist, and they're not a painkiller for the fan. So we wanted to create a painkiller that actually helped them, you know, in, in things that they wanted to achieve. So in Dave's case, he, you know, when we looked at him as an artist, we are like, well, you want to, you know, create your community, you want to connect with them, and then you want to grow that community. And then from yeah. his fan standpoint, they want to be involved in his music, right? They want to be have a yeah. sense of ownership. And, you know, a lot of his fans are actually surprisingly young. So yeah. a lot of them, like, you know, because, like, a lot of the – when because we, we did a collab post, and, I, you know, I have no lifestyles reading all the messages and stuff and the DMs, and literally, like, these are kids with, like, 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers, and they're all, like, producers, videographers, rappers, you know, yeah. like, DIY rappers. And they all want to get involved, <laughs> and they saw this as an opportunity to learn how to do it for themselves. And then what we've also mm -hmm. done is, like, I never went to an Ivy League college, right? So but when I went to work for these big companies, the guys next to me had Ivy League education. Even though 
not to my own. I was better than them at the job. But they had a role with <laughs> that. They had an alumni they could pick up the phone to, and that's something I couldn't do. So ever since yeah. that experience, I was always like, you know what? Your network is your network. So how can I create this kind of fan club for days but then create an alumni out of it? Because, you know, then you're going to have champions within this. You're always going to have the, the people that kind of do more than everybody else, right? So then how do we incentivize yeah. them to be mentors in this alumni? And that way we make them more powerful as a community to actually progress and do things in their own lives as well. So we've kind of created a technical solution for that too. So now, like, Dave not only does he have his own, have his own fan club, but then his community in his fan club actually have an alumni where they can actually work together. So if you see there's a videographer and a producer and then there's a DIY rapper, well, guess what? That's a record and a video, right? So that's how we kind of connect in the yeah. dots together. So I want to ask you this. As the CEO and co-founder of Drop Labs, uh, what, could, what type of advice uh, could you give to a, a inspire, aspiring entrepreneur or someone that kind of wants to own their own business? So I always say information is key. And thankfully, like, okay. we have a phone in our pocket, so everybody has an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever, right, a smart device. And you actually have access yeah. to more information than Obama did in his first term. So, you know, <laughs> it's about knowing, you know, reading up, you know, YouTube University, Google University, all this stuff helps you, right, to understand mm -hmm. how, how businesses are created, what you have to do. And there's a lot of, you know, from far mentorships you can have just by going and watching a bunch of TEDx videos, you know. So that's, that's like, my main thing. I always tell people, like, you know, not everybody's good at reading. You know, that's a skill, yeah. skill in itself. But, you know, you got so many options to learn. You just have to continuously keep learning. And, you know, pick that thing that you're really passionate about, that you care about. Because when you do have hard times, because business is, is not, you know, it's not all rosy because everybody's doing it. Like, you know, you've got to be able to, like, you know, ride that out. But you also have to tie your learning around that. Because if you love what you're doing and you're learning about it, when you have hard times, you'll stick at it, right? Like with Drop, for instance, like the first two, three years were hell for, the, for us as a company because we were so bleeding edge. But because we love what we did and we believed in what we did and we, we had the knowledge of knowing where technology, where it's going to go from all the industry experts around us because we were continuously learning, we stuck at it. And thankfully, you know, look at us today. We're in a phenomenal position. Let me ask you this. So what upcoming projects should we expect from Drop Labs? Even if the so we, ending before 2022 or even uh, – early 2023 if you should so, pick so we have um we're doing a drop with i would say like the biggest movie studio in the world um and i believe mm -hmm. before the end of the year with one of the biggest ips okay. ever which we're doing something really really wow. super cool with um mm -hmm. so that's going to be huge for us um you know and obviously the soccer world cup stuff is going to be really really big for us as well at the same time and then we're actually doing stuff with other artists as well which is very similar to what we're doing with Dave. so we're creating more fan clubs for more artists, yeah. and then we're kind of releasing. We're, we're up, upgrading and updating the current app that we have into this kind of fan club structure. So you'll be seeing some, you know, really cool stuff happening there as well. Got it. And I want to ask you this. Um, obviously, I have to get into some hip-hop questions, so I got to ask you this. Uh, 
do you have a favorite hip hop album um, of all time? Oh man, there's there's so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know. You know what? I could I could tell you. Um, uh, man, that's, that's the hardest question I think anybody's ever asked me. I can answer any <laughs> question. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's uh, that's difficult because like. I think, like, each kind of chapter in my life has always been, like, you know, um, music, not just albums, but just music as a whole and Mm -hmm. sound that's got me through it. Like, even today, like, when I'm working, I can't work without music. So, for me, it's just, like, you know, it's it's an extension of me. So, you know, I, I always say, like, you know, instead of albums, I always say artists. Like, you know, for me, like, Growing up, how I grew up, guys like Jay-Z, Dane Dash, and these people, and Nas and everybody, they're, they're people that I looked up to. And, like, when I heard their lyrics, I understood what they were talking about. Because if you look at even going back as far as, like, you know, their first albums, like, they really spoke about, you know, Wall Street references, stock references. You know, yeah. you can go back to Nas' first album, and he's talking about this stuff, right? So instead of just being a passive person... Just listening, but I was listening, and then, all right, what does that mean, you know? And then breaking those right. bars down, and then implementing them in real life, right? Before Jay-Z did what Jay-Z did, and sat with guys like, you know, Warren Buffett, and elevate himself, and the same with Dame and everybody, too. I didn't think it was possible for people of color. Yeah. You know, for seeing those yeah. guys do it, I'm like, damn, I could do it, too, you know? And mm-hmm. then you see they've all become venture capitalists. And that's where all the money's coming from. And, you know, those are things that that, that have helped, I think. So, you know, a favorite album I couldn't say because I just, you know, it's too many. <laughs> but I would say, like, yeah. you know, Jay, Nas, 50, you know, Dane Dash and these guys, like, they've really been, like, big homie, father figure type people that, you know, to help you that's transition through chapter and chapter in life. So to end our interview, though, I have another one for you, and it might be hard, but name one song that describes your life at this very moment. Now, this can be any song that was created, but if you can name one song that describes your life, what song is it? I'll say I'll say 50 Cent if I can't, because, like, you know, I always say that. If I can't do it, it can't be done. <laughs> so I'll say that all the time, like, in technology. <laughs> yeah. And, and you got to kind of uh-huh. have that because, like, the, the rooms that we're in, is people that, that have got, you know, that's done phenomenal stuff. And, like, you know, but yeah. the, the kind of the tech stack that we've built, even, like, with this yeah. studio that we're doing this big thing with, they spent 12 months doing due diligence with other people that said they could do it. And it's funny because when they came back to us, that's exactly what I said. I said, I told you guys, if I can't do it, it can't be done. And, um, <laughs> you know, they all laughed. Everybody laughed. But it was the truth. You know, like, our, our tech stack is so, so, you know, so well-baked and, and so forward-thinking that, you know, that's, that's like a song that I play all the time in my house. Yeah. And that's going to pretty much end our interview, Gerbs. Uh Thank you so much for taking your time out today to do this interview. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much again. Oh, likewise. Pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Yeah, Have a great you. week, everybody. Bye-bye. You too.